Hey guys, welcome back to Moon Iridescent. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Kimmy, and this is a lifestyle podcast where we can just reflect, discover, and be our most authentic selves. I don't know about you, but March has been crazy. I do think that it's a good time to just remind ourselves that we are already doing the best that we can, and we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves because we're constantly learning and growing. So for this episode, I've invited a special guest and good friend of mine, Andy Nguyen, to talk about self-love, self-acceptance, and what we can do to build that connection with ourselves. To set the mood, I want to share a Hindu proverb. There are hundreds of paths up the mountain, all leading to the same place. It doesn't matter which path you take. The only person wasting time is the one who runs around the mountain telling everyone that his or her path is wrong. I want you to really think about this quote, and as you do, we're going to jump right into the episode. Let's get started. Hi, Andy. Hello. How are you? How are you doing? You know, I'm I'm existing. <laughs> very, very relatable, a mood, if you will. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. I mean, I know I know you, but tell everybody else about yourself, your zodiac sign placements, what you currently do, and any future goals and aspirations. Yeah, so um, I'm a recent UCR graduate, studied psychology for four years, three and a half actually, um, and wow. zodiac placements. I know, <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> An early graduate. <laughs> uh, oh my god, the way that I literally just like forced myself to take like a million classes my first year, and then like after that, I just like took like two or three classes. I honestly don't get it. If it were me, I'd be running on fumes at that point. I mean, honestly, I think first year me was just so motivated. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. After that, I just did not care. I had the opposite problem. I didn't, I wasn't motivated, I think, throughout the entire college. I was struggling to attend all my classes online and I was struggling to stay motivated and on top of things just to get things done. Like one yeah. semester. <laughs> And I honestly thought I was going to drop out. I couldn't do it. It was so hard. It really was. But honestly, I think for me, though, this is so bad. I, like, just wasn't a good student when, like, when it came to going to class and stuff. Because I, like, I was super lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still passing my classes. So, like, I always had the mentality, like, oh, like, mm-hmm. I don't really need to go to class. Because I'd pass anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you graduated early anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I get it. So yeah. your zodiac sign placements. Uh I am a Sagittarius sun. I mm-hmm. love running away from my problems. <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius rising. You know, I'm a little a little bit of a nutcase. <laughs> and uh Cancer Moon. So you know I'm oh. extra sensitive. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know that about you. Really? I didn't know that you were Cancer Moon. Yeah, I'm so sensitive. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. So if you didn't know, I'm a Gemini sun and then Libra moon and rising. Fun fact. Uh-huh. 
Gemini and Libras are actually my favorite sign. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm like your favorite person. I'm just kidding. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then um, what do you what do you currently do? Right now, um, I'm a pharmacy technician. I still kind of do like some freelance graphic design, but like not like too often. Uh, mm-hmm. It just like kind of depends whenever like uh, companies that I previously worked with, like if they reach out to me, then like I'm like more than down to because like I have good relationships with them. So I don't really like mind. I understand. Um, what made you want to do that job or like take on that position at the pharmacy? Uh, the main reason was just because like my cousins work there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like it was just kind of like an easy like, oh, like if I want a job then I can get the job. And so like I was kind of thinking like, how bad can it really be? This is like my upcoming third week of doing actual work. Oh boy. I'm not I'm not built for customer service. Uh, it's just I have so much respect for people who have done it for so long. I was kind of thinking like, oh, like I think customer service is a really good skill to have. It is. It is. Yeah. Because it's like you really build your patience. And I was like, I'm going to test my patience. I'm going to try to learn, like build it. Oh, I played myself so hard. It's okay. I came from office jobs too. Well, Uh, now you know that you don't want to be in this field. What are your future goals? What do you want to do next then? I think part of me just really wants to continue going down the path of like the arts. I've been trying to see like what my options are and like music and dance. Those are like I think the two primary things I want to do now. But I think if not, then one of my long-term goals is just to find something where like I can, um, the best way to describe it is like mentor people. Maybe not like directly, but like uh, at least be like a role model for people, especially like if they're younger. So kind of yeah. like a, a teacher of some sort or like someone yeah. that guides others. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just been a lot of like exploring my options and then like doing all the prep work to apply to places. Uh, and so I think like the past month, I've been just getting like reference letters from like whoever I can find them from. I didn't talk to professors <laughs> in college. Uh, I mostly have been like relying on TAs and like old employers, but I think I think it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I feel like we are really young, so there's a lot of room for us to kind of like figure out what we like and where we would like to move from there. Um, I'm kind of faced with similar struggles, I would say, um, just because I don't know if it's something that I want to pursue in the long run like I think I'm very happy with what I'm doing right now but let's say 10 years down the road I I actually don't know if that's something that I'm going to continue to do that's going to be a very long time by the way Um, but yeah it's really up in the air because there's just so much that I have yet to really you know dabble in I feel like nobody ever has adulting together. People just really wing it and then they become really good at winging it, in my opinion. It's true, honestly. Part of like the, I guess like the research phase of like of trying to enter like the dance world for me was talking to um, one of my close friends, like sister, Sor Yang. Uh, during that conversation, I think that's really pretty enlightening to like kind of see like her perspective, uh, how she got to where she was and like her insight towards how she sees her own future. And even at like 30 or even like when she was like our age, um, a lot of her thinking was always like, I don't know like where I'm going to be five years from now. I don't know where I'm going to be 10 years from now, but like I still have a lot of time to do the things that I want to do. And so I thought that was very like, was like a good thing to kind of keep in mind for me. Uh, I think especially like having just graduated, like both of us, 
there's so much pressure <laughs> to like figure out what we want to do and like things are just constantly changing and it's like I think for me personally like I don't want to be tied down to one thing for the rest of my life mm-hmm. now that you mention it oh god the pressure is immense <laughs> <laughs> Definitely felt it from my mentors, from my peers, from my own family. Like, I I don't know. I felt like I was really scrambling to just find something that was agreeable with my current situation and with the world's current situation. In the past, I've always been more of like a like a yes girl. You know, like if you ask me something, I will probably do it. Um but that is if you can get to the point of asking me because I understand that I used to be very intimidating. I know you're smiling <laughs> right now. So like you I think have some to... people still think you are. I mean, it's just my face. I literally can't change anything about it. I don't try to be. I mean, I just literally It's just the energy, you know? I literally just sit there. I I don't talk. (laughs) I don't say anything. And then all of a sudden people just think that I'm like a certain way. And I'm like, what am I gonna do to you? I think you just have a really like strong aura, to be honest. Really? Like, I mean both of us, like we kind of know like we're not the type of people to be like super, super like out there or like super, super extroverted or whatever. And so like I I don't know. I always find it super funny when people are like, yeah, I thought you were really like scary. I mean, I still find it kind of intriguing, but I don't do anything to like intentionally make people feel uncomfortable. I mean, like I I can definitely make people feel uncomfortable, but <laughs> but yeah. there's almost no reason to in the beginning. Like I'm not bothering anyone. Don't know why people are bothering me. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I feel that though. Yeah. Well, speaking of how we met, do you remember how we met? I, I don't know if it's like 100% certain, but like I know at the time you were leading Iris, the dance team, in like mm-hmm. my my sophomore year of high school and then I think that's your junior year of high school. I was a weird kid, so like I didn't, I don't blame anyone for not talking to me. <laughs> were you? I don't think so. I was pretty weird. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. this is how I see myself. Mm, true. I'm like almost certain that we met through mutuals because like during the time you're running Iris and then I was running my own, um, the that color guard team. I think it, it was like beat or whatever. Um, Andy, it was literally yours. <laughs> How do you not remember your own dance team's name? <laughs> you just block out bad memories. But um, but yeah, I think like we shared like was it three people? Yeah, we had the same dancers, and so I think it was like VSA show for that year where like. Um, you guys were practicing on stage during rehearsal and then like I was kind of like fucking around <laughs> I think I think Aaron had to leave a little bit early so I was like hey let me fill in and you're like sure why not and like I actually like caught on like really fast <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah I remember that yeah. you were just kind of like doing our dance like on the side and I was just like oh yeah do it with us no, whatever yeah and so like that first year like I was kind of like a sub for like whoever couldn't go to shows yeah I totally forgot about that right it's so long (laughs) I know but I feel like I just left high school hey yeah I'm glad that I left high school (laughs) me too I don't know like people that peak in high school like how what the heck I had such a terrible time in high school right (laughs) the only thing that came out of my high school experience is my boyfriend and of course, like some friendships here and there. I think for me, surprisingly, like I kept in touch with a lot of people from high school, but I'm really picky with people like I share myself with. And so like, I guess it kind of makes sense that like 
people that I do still talk to, like, we're still really close friends. Honestly, though, it's, like, also really hard to, like, even though, like, I feel like I have a lot, not a lot, but, like, I have a good handful of friends that, like, I kept from high school that, like, I'm really close to still, it's really hard to, like, maintain relationships with people that, like, you want to, and then, like, <clears throat> when it kind of, like, starts to falter to the point where you're, like, I don't really know if I want to be this relationship, then it's always kind of, like, oh, man, like, it kind of sucks, um, but, yeah, kind of, like, going off, like, the whole, like, expectations thing, I feel like, especially, like, now that, like, we're out of school and, like, trying to figure out, like, our, I guess, like, our paths in life, it's just, like, one of the things I've been like super annoyed about recently is just people like putting off their expectations for me and what they expect me to do. Oh, it's more kind of than... like them projecting their ideas yeah. onto you. Yeah, oh, exactly. God. <laughs> and Let so, like, me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I'm not super sure where I want to be right now, but like it's even more frustrating to me when like people push off and project their wishes for me because mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, I don't like listening to other people. <laughs> a mood me too yeah and then like too it's just like while I'm like on this journey to like figure out who I want to be and like where I'm gonna go like I think it's important for me to do that self-reflection and like really search inside myself instead of like letting others tell me what I should and shouldn't do right like you know yeah. yourself best like I, I get that other people are trying to help you and you know they come with good intentions but sometimes things are better off handled like on your own like you are your own subject matter right now so even though they do have like all of these advice and they want you to like do things a certain way i honestly take everything with a grain of salt like i just try to take it as i go you know i mean sometimes the advice is like unwelcome like nobody asked but uh, honestly i know i know <laughs> but 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 I, I know they're just trying to help. It's just they want the best for us, you know, and I get that. I'm trying to get there, too. Just just hold your horses. I'll get there soon. <laughs> My cancer moon is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, but anyways, um, yeah, basically, that's how we met. Um, do you have like a favorite memory together? I feel like everything just kind of blends in. It's never like a dull moment, to be honest. <laughs> True. I think we get along really, really well. Yeah. I mean, even like from like the moment we met, we clicked really, really well. Mm-hmm. We always liked the same things. We had the same interest and we had the same passions, but it wasn't like we ever tried to one up each other or drag yeah. each other down just so that we can step on the other and be better, you yeah. know? Like we were always very supportive of each other and understood objectively where the other person was coming from so no matter like any misunderstandings I think it would have been resolved like super quickly just because of how communicative we are yeah I mean I don't even think we've ever had any kind of like yeah no we we never argued yeah we never argue we never had like grievances with each other that's crazy It, it is even though we've never like I guess, argued with each other or had any, like, misunderstandings about each other. We've been through some, like, terrible shit together. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we've been through the bad stuff together. We just didn't have any bad things between each other. That's actually, like, kind of crazy now that I'm thinking about it. Because I feel like a lot of the relationships I have, like, now and, like, before, I've always had some kind of, like, misunderstanding or, like, small, petty things. Wow, I guess we just really click. (laughs) (laughs) wow it's like we're soulmates (laughs) well you know okay I think in terms of soulmates you definitely have like a bunch of soulmates in a lifetime definitely like I think everyone has a lot of soulmates and I think like it's never just like romantic 
Um, I think soulmates come in the form of like friendships as well. And like, I think the other important thing, I think a lot of people kind of misunderstand about soulmates is that like not every soulmate you meet or like come across is going to be like a perfect relationship or like oh yeah uh, definitely 100% like flowers and butterflies and all that oh my god um, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think like the important thing to like know about soulmates is that like you're meant to learn something from them mm-hmm. yeah and I definitely yeah. agree with that I think soulmates <clears throat> can be platonic yeah and sometimes like soulmates like you know they come and go so like if someone comes into your life and like you really like click and like you learn a lot from them um, a lot of the times like once you do have kind of like learned the lessons that you meant to teach each other then you'll kind of see that relationship end or like things just kind of move on from yeah what you might have wanted them to be a soulmate is a much broader term than what people think it is i think many people when they think of soulmates they think oh you guys are going to automatically end up together um, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's not usually the case. Usually soulmate is just that connection, really. And that connection can either be a good one or a bad one. Like, it's basically your higher self, I'm guessing, trying to tell you, like, oh, stay away from that person. Or, yeah, oh, like, you'll like this person, like, you'll get along. But you don't automatically end up with a soulmate, I feel. Yeah, they're definitely, like, as a hard life lessons, but I think it depends on, like, the soulmate. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely learn things from them Mm -hmm. is, like, the baseline. Yes. And I think that they're in your lives and you meet them for a reason, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, like, um, I I thought of, like, this pretty cool thing over the summer where I was, like, if you do, like, this meditation, it was a past Mm -hmm. life regression, like, meditation, where, so, like... um, I've seen that. Like, you, like, meditate and, like, the person that was, like, guiding the the meditation, like, um, would bring you through different, like, gateways and doors and stuff and so like you would enter like a past life and kind of see like what you're meant to learn from that past life and like what they went through I think the first one I did was like it's pretty crazy like I remember just like kind of getting out of it and I was like like sobbing <laughs> oh my god um, wait you you gotta tell me about it I want to know basically like from what I remember it was something like European crazy. Um, <gasps> I want to say like France or something but like I specifically just remember like that kind of like architecture Mm-hmm. and I remember like standing near like a really large body of water and like there was a railing um so I wouldn't imagine like it was like too too long ago but definitely like not like anytime recently because like the buildings kind of looked new-ish. so maybe like four <clears throat> three generations ago yeah maybe um but I remember being like in the street like near the body of water and like just kind of looking at it and like the streets were kind of empty and then um the person guiding the meditation would tell you to like meditate on like the next location and so the next location for me was like oh my god it was so sad I remember like I was sitting in like a like a wooden cabin or something like it was like super dark I think it was raining and I just remember like being on the like the floor like in a not like fetal fetal position but like I was like sitting on the ground like hugging my knees and like I was like crying oh I just remember like I was like sobbing and then I remember like the last part was like jump to like how you died or something or passed away and I remember like that body of water that I was standing next to at the beginning like I remember just sinking down <gasps> sink down it yeah oh my god <laughs> right <laughs> I just got chills um, throughout my entire body yeah and then like I just remember like when I was like going through like all the different scenes and stuff I remember just being like super lonely and super like um oh yeah so I was like oh damn that was super intense <laughs> that is intense like, did this teach you anything? What did you really take away from it? Other than the fact that, like, the things that you saw kind of yeah. 
how, like how did they affect you you know um I think like after reflecting on like that past life experience and like my you know things that I have gone through in this lifetime I think I'll, one of the main things like I kind of struggle with is like always overcoming like that feeling of like I feel like I'm alone like, I don't have people I can rely on and so like there are a lot of times for me where I just kind of um I guess like retreat or like if there's like something that goes wrong that like my automatic response is just like to push people away or like kind of be like in my own space but also like I think one of the lessons I learned from that was just kind of like to understand that I do have a lot of people that support me and like and do love me um especially in this lifetime and to just know that even like when I'm going through like a difficult time that I am loved and even if I don't feel like it I am yeah yeah so I'd like to take our listeners on a spiritual journey and with that I've prepared like a couple of questions that I would like to ask Andy um, just to kind of get his thoughts and inputs on how you can really build that soul connection with yourself. And so the first question that I have is, do you listen to your soul attentively? I like to think so. Um, I'm like just a naturally a very self-reflective person. And so like whenever I feel like there's something that isn't going maybe let's say like the way I expect them to definitely like it can be kind of hard especially like as someone that's like super stubborn um to I guess fully listen to what my soul is telling me to do but I guess I like it manifests itself more for me like when I'm going through a lot of emotional turmoil where I try to listen to my soul more attentively and like try to listen to what my soul is telling me I need to do and like what I need to focus on rather than you know what my brain or like what I selfishly might want for myself and how do you I guess draw the line between like what your soul wants and what your head wants it's a hard line to like oh yeah <laughs> to identify. yeah mm-hmm. I think like uh, I always like think of my head as just being like what is the reason that I want this I guess, uh, for example, let's say, like, when it comes to love specifically, if I'm, like, seeing someone that, like, I'm, like, interested in, and by seeing, I mean, like, looking at them, I'm, like, on <laughs> Tinder or something. Oh, okay, <laughs> or, okay, like, sure, sure. Or, like, if I'm talking, if I'm actually talking to someone, then, um, like, my head will just kind of be, like, oh, I want it because it feels good. Mm. Um, but in a lot of the times in my own experiences, my soul has always just been, like, I think you need to be more careful and, like, recede and really evaluate what you're expecting from this person and what they're expecting from you I see okay yeah are you more of kind of like a you're listening to your heart type of person or listening to logic and reasoning like what are your thoughts on that I think it's like nice to say like I rely more on like my logic and reasoning but I definitely know that like I trust my intuition a lot um yeah, I want to say, like, I listen to my intuition more, <laughs> but also, like, sometimes I'm just really stupid. <laughs> I know, I'm something. Like, I listen to my intuition, but, like, do I really listen to my intuition? <laughs> I see what you It's mean. like, I'll okay. notice it. Yeah, it's like, I'll notice it, but then it's like, like, damn, bitch, like, what's the point? <laughs> my intuition, yeah, my intuition my soul is always like, damn you really just be ignoring all the flags <laughs> <laughs> okay I think for me personally like even though like I would want to say like I'm very logical um I think that my own selfish tendencies is kind of like come through and like I 
want to rely on what I believe in and like my gut feeling for something, even if it's not necessarily the best route or like the right choice. So the next question that I have for you is what important lessons did you find that were hard to learn? I think one of the hardest things for me is like trying to figure out like who I want to let into my life. I think especially like when I was younger, I was very like generous with like my energy. So like I would let a lot of different kinds of people like permeate into my space, my bubble. I think it was, probably wasn't until like maybe my first or second year of college where like I started being really, really picky with people like I was spending my time with. Um, and even then, like, I think there's like, there's just such a need and like, a, or like a feeling to like want to belong. And so um, like I would end up giving a lot of myself only for people to betray me or like relationships to not work out or like kind of feeling like I couldn't be my own authentic self it's just like hard to like know who to let into your circle um and like mm-hmm. I think even like now it's just always like I want to be as open-minded and like as giving to other people as I possibly can be but it like it just sucks so much like when people either like don't reciprocate or you know things just kind of don't work out in the end I think also like especially like early on you just want to like hang on to those relationships and like try to fix things but like I think the older I've gotten the more like I just kind of like don't have the energy to uh, and, yeah. Like, yeah like when I notice things are like aren't just aren't really working out anymore then like if I feel like I've been putting a lot of effort and that kind of energy isn't being reciprocated or like there's been a lot of issues then I don't feel like this is something that's worth for me to continue I can definitely relate to that to really understand all of like your past grievances, your past struggles and stuff like that. Like what can you do to kind of build the connection with yourself to make it stronger so you can move on from that? Uh, I feel like my inspiration is mostly just looking towards my friends or like people I love because I think for a really large portion of my life where like I'm consistently struggling, I think a lot of the people I hold close to me, like they really are part of the reason like why, uh, I want to strive for more and to better myself and, you know, be in a better place. I think, like, being able to understand that, like, other people support me and love me, even if, like, I don't think that they do, helps me build that connection to myself because I can kind of fill in that gap of, like, oh, like, I don't believe in myself, but other people do. And so I should try. Mm hmm. It's nice to have people that you can turn to for advice or for help or for support and stability. And so to kind of wrap things up, if you can give one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I think the piece of advice I would like to give is for people to be their authentic selves. And I think authentic in the sense of what you would want yourself to be as rather than what other people have pushed on to you I think it's important to be your authentic self and to never lose so fucking corny Um, it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) not to lose sight of who you are and who you want to be Um, because it's really easy to like honestly it's Mm -hmm. so easy to like get distracted and like be all over the place and let your energy be scattered but I think as long as people can stay true to themselves and like listen to their intuition listen to their heart and all that then I think that is what brings happiness Mm -hmm. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in today and a big thanks to Andy for being a guest on this episode. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug, any social medias, anything you would like us to be aware of? Um, I don't have much, but I do like followers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I think my handles are both andyt.n for both of them. I can be a little bit annoying on Twitter because um, I retweet a lot of like art and stuff, but mm -hmm. um, I occasionally have a really funny post. <laughs> I like to think, but yeah, we can we can get in touch. We can be friends. So hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As always, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Moon Iridescent. Check out my website at MoonIridescent.com, and support me on Patreon. Feel free to come hang out and talk to me. Remember. You are ever-changing like the moon. Live your life in iridescence. There's so many moments where we were just kind of like... I mean, I think... that EXE stopped working. <laughs> it really or did. My... Stopped working. <laughs> My brain really stopped functioning. I didn't even know god. like what I'm doing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Yikes. <clears throat> ASMR. <laughs> Did you hear that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let's pause real quick. I need to turn on my Maple Story because I need to get my daily points before it turns to midnight. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. okay, well, I am now AFK on. My oh, do you want to see my character? Yes. <laughs> Look at her. Can you see her? Oh, yeah. She's literally oh, she's so, cute. so cute. Yeah. I spent some adult money, but not too much adult money on her, you know? That's good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's adorbs. Dude.